Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. Okay, honey, well, I'm excited because here we are for that very first episode. Um, This is the one we're going to look back on in the future and probably laugh. I don't know. What do you think? I'm sure we'll laugh. We always laugh at ourselves six months down the road. Yeah, true that, true that. So, you know, lately I've been, you know, business has been super slow, right? Yep. Super slow. Super slow. And... Almost glacial. Then even people that we do have worked for are super slow at paying. Yeah, that's always fun. So it's like a compounded situation. And, you know, it's had me feeling kind of depressed at times because I just don't have any control over any of this. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, what can you do? You do all this work for people and then it takes them six weeks longer than it's supposed to for them to pay you. Like, what can you do about that? Well, right. And I mean, I even build into our contract that they pay I used to have my contract say that they pay when the project is complete but then I got smart and realized that companies will just say hey he wants you to test these five things right now just wait until Friday and then test them cuz we want to stretch this out over the weekend and don't test it until like end of day Friday and then leave so then well, that's they a do it on Friday they do it on Friday you can't get any feedback till Monday and then the process just continues and continues and continues. So I switched it to the final payment is due when I present the code to you for testing. And see, it kind of covers two things. It covers that first issue we just talked about. But also, most times they want to test on their server. Well, I have to release the code to them. Right. When I release the code to them, it's theirs. Right. So contractually, I want to be paid. When that happens. So, okay. So, anyway, you know, that's why it's set up that way, right? And you would think that that would combat situations like this, but it really doesn't. Apparently not. Sheesh. I mean, I understand the legit business reasons why the situation is the way it is. And I guess it's fairly common with small to medium-sized companies. But like, but like, I can't imagine like Pepsi Cola Corporation not being able to cut a check because the normal guy that cuts the check is on vacation. Yet big companies like Pepsi make that excuse all the time. Trust me, Pepsi used to be one of my customers. (laughs) Pepsi was bad. Coke was bad. JBS Beef was bad. They're terrible. They don't pay people on time. They make me want to (laughs) scream. They still make me want to scream, and it's been two years. Wow, that's crazy. That's beside the point. Anyway, but what I'm finding out this week is, you know, we had a nice long chat at the end of last week, you and I. We did. We did what we always do, which is pull together and rally the troops, right? Yep. We're good at that. We kicked butts. And, you know, the VA side of things, (laughs) for whatever reason, is exploding um, and we both know no the reason. small reason because <laughs> no small reason because you got out there and hustled, which apparently I'm okay at. Yeah, you did a good job. Shocking. And you know, 
I'm running into brick walls all over the place and people changing what they want and, you know, whatever. Um, and it was making me feel like crap, to be honest. But then we had that talk and right away I had like a purpose of some things I was supposed to accomplish, you know, and I kind of felt like since we talked about what they were, that if I didn't accomplish them, that I'd be a big, huge failure. And that obviously is not my goal to be a big, Uh huge failure. Um, So, you know, I sat down and I started going through, I had stuff in a sauna and whatever. And I started plowing through and I put my head down yesterday and I'm telling you, what did I get home? Like close to eight o'clock, right? When I dropped them off yesterday. I dropped yeah, down to school. around 8 o'clock. Around 8 o'clock. And I had my head down all the way until 2.10 when we got that call that had to pick them up as well, which we didn't plan on. Then you came back home and worked some more. Then came right back home at like 3 o'clock and worked again till like 7 o'clock, 6 or 7 o'clock. I mean, no, like, you did great yesterday. It was a head down day. Just got stuff done. And then today, more of the same, you know? Um, started you started working. at nine. You worked almost all the way to five thirty. Right, I had like about an eight nine hour day today. Um, and the only reason I didn't work longer was because my eyes were crossing. Like right, like you know me. I don't sometimes I have bad vision days. Tomorrow I'm gonna have to diffuse whatever it is. Well, I was thinking of putting some in for you right now. But well, when we're done here, yeah, talk well, to these lovely people. <laughs> yeah, later we got we got times till to go. So, um, anyway, so I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Like, it, it feels like. It feels to me like when you have a purpose and a focus and some goals and you get busy accomplishing them and just like ticking them off one at a time um, and not, you know, stressing yourself out, just pushing hard and getting the work done seems to boost your self-esteem a little bit. Well, and I would think that quite part, a little bit. Part of that is is because you're you're accomplishing small goals and accomplishing goals always makes you feel good about yourself despite how small they are i mean think think of it on this scale when our house gets terrifying which everybody's house does sometimes and then you take an hour of your life and clean like power clean the entire house do you feel good about yourself after of course exactly and that's a super minor thing cleaning the house and you feel great after because it was your goal to get rid of the chaos and you succeeded at it. And I mean, even on a smaller scale, you feel better when you tackle whatever trash is sitting on the coffee table or recyclables or dirty dishes and get rid of them. Yeah. Because it's just a small little goal that our coffee table doesn't get scary and you accomplished it for the day. Yeah. So when you You're take right. that to a big picture and you make all these loftier goals for yourself and you start kicking some serious ass at them of course you're gonna feel better about yourself well and it's like what i'm proud of myself for is that the topic itself is kind of boring right a little bit confusing but i'm finding that humbling myself and just asking questions and not trying to come off like an expert and, you know, not even mentioning how much technology experience I have. Right. Because it doesn't matter. This is something completely different. And while it utilizes technology, score one for me. Um, it's also a bunch of concepts that are not naturally born into me. Right. So I'm having to learn it. But I'm proud of myself only because 
my tendency with stuff like this is to like, all right, I'm going to sit down and do this and like get like 10 minutes into it and be like, you know what? This is boring <laughs> and putting it away. But instead of doing that, I'm actually powering through and you're digging butt. in and I'm coming up with plans and like I created a, I actually created a folder and uh, admin folder mm-hmm. called um, affiliate marketing strategy or something like that. I don't remember the thing. And then I inside of there, I created a folder for the first product that I want to affiliate market. And basically what it is, is it's a, a way of eating and exercising that's supposed to ward off aging. Interesting. It gets a five out of five with 70 something thousand reviews so that's impressive um yeah and um basically though they use the term they use the term anti um anti-aging constantly like that's that's the term that they use over and over and over again and when i looked that up the you know i did I did keyword research, and um, what I found was that um, anti-aging just by itself is an expensive keyword, but it's but it's a middle of the road um, keyword as far as competition. So I pulled I pulled out some about five different long tail keywords that I liked. Yeah. And then I ran them through Google AdWords. Mm -hmm. And I also, one thing people don't tend to do is they don't tend to look at what the current cost per click is. Right. And what you do with Google AdWords is you tell it what long tail search you're going to do. And it, I want to use the word approximates what your campaign is going to cost you because... It is capable of approximating how much traffic you're going to drive via the combination of um, keywords. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it looks at that and it can say, all right, well, you're going to be, you know, it's going to be a snowball effect. You know, over time, it's going to go from like 30 people to 1,000 people to 50,000 people. And it just knows like it has a algorithm and it figures it out. But what people don't do is they don't take the current cost per click for each of those keywords and throw them at AdWords. Because what AdWords then does for you, based on your growth, mm-hmm. it will tell you, well, it's going to cost you X dollars to get to this $50,000 mark. And then you can assess ahead of time, well, okay, shit, this is going to be a big payday because I'm only paying a grand to get 50,000 customers. Right. That makes sense. I understand. I'm glad you understand because I only 1% understand. Well, like I said, it's not the most interesting thing in the world to me. Right. But, you know, I mean, but I'd say the universe is looking out for us. Things are falling in place, you know, like falling out of the sky just at the right moments. Um, It's going to work. You know, somehow the puzzle pieces are falling back together. (laughs) I don't know how, but they are. Very carefully. Um, Yeah, so. That's my father would say. Very carefully. Yep. Yeah, well, then I don't know. What do you think about uh, the weather change? It's cold, and now I'm sick. 
Yeah, that's why I'm asking you. You think that's what made you sick? Is it the weather changed? I think it's the weather in a fourteen couple of 14-hour days strung together. All happening to conspire against you at the same time? Yeah, that's generally how it goes. But I'm going to make some tea when we're done here with some lemon and some honey in it. And I'm going to feel 100% tomorrow. And if I don't, well then, fuck it. Well, just keep <laughs> plugging care. away, right? Yep. Just keep doing the shit you got to do. And I'll be right back there doing the same thing that I'm doing. Only tomorrow I'll probably launch the uh, free trial of uh, ClickFunnels and build my first funnel. Good stuff. And then then I got to figure out how to send traffic to that damn thing. You're going to own it. Going to own it. It's going to be awesome. So we'll see. Not sure yet what I'm going to offer, but whatever it is, I'll make it in Canva. <laughs> That's another thing. We got our new tool that we use all the time that we have a love-hate relationship with. But I can tell you why we have a love-hate relationship with it if you want to know. Tell me why. Well, you know, I'm a big believer. And sorry, I'm going to go on a tangent here because I, feel, okay. because I fucking feel like it and it's our show. And I get to unless <laughs> you tell me not to. Ain't nobody here to stop me except you. That's accurate. And the dog with the dog's dead to the world. He doesn't care about anything uh-huh, you God. say. Right. Okay, go sleep. Anyway, <laughs> the reason is that, you know, tools are made for a specific purpose. Right. Guaranteed, you know, you and I mean, it's even more intense than most people realize. Like, you know, you start talking to people like mechanics, car mechanics. There's a damn tool for everything because because and here's why. Where do tools come from? You know, why do we have tools? What do tools do? Fix things. No, that's too specific. I don't know. More general. What do they do? They solve problems. Alrighty. I mean, I mean, okay. Let me ask you a question. We use chip clips. Uh huh. Why do you think someone invented those? Because cucarachas were eating their chips. Yeah, shit was getting inside. <laughs> Food was going stale, and someone came up with a cheap invention. Bam! There it is. That's a tool that we use in the kitchen. Well, you know, mechanics were in there, and they're like trying to pull something out of a car. And for whatever reason, they can't get their hand down in there. So some dude was like, I know, I'm going to invent this tool that goes in there and does this thing. Think about the thing Rich talked to us about. It totally comes from his work and the things he's experienced. And he needs to overcome an issue. So he made a new tool to do it. So he came up with a new tool to do it, you know. And that's that's the thing. There's tools that are applicable to specific things. And then there's more general tools like a screwdriver. It's meant for, yes, you know, one thing, screwing in screws. But then you got the flathead screwdriver and the Phillips head screwdriver that looks like a star, right? And there's a square one. Well, those, those are, um, those are hex nuts. No, there's a screwdriver that's a square. It has a different name. There's like Phillips and then there's like Roberts or something. Okay, whatever. I never heard of that, but okay. Um, maybe it's a Canadian thing. It's possible. It's Um, very possible. Sounds like it when they call them Roberts and... Anyway, she's going to Google it because she is who she is. But anyway, I think that what people tend to do is they use the wrong tools for the wrong situation. So you see people like when they're supposed to be using a screw, they're using a nail. And when they need to use a screwdriver, they're using a hammer. And just unfortunately, those things... Robertson. 
those things <laughs> are designed for a purpose. You know, the reason a screw is the way it is is because it cuts a path into whatever it's holding together and holds it tighter. But if you hammer it in like a nail, all you're doing is making the hole the same size all the way around and then the screw eventually can just pull right out. Uh-huh. So what are you getting at here? So I think that people try to make it be something that it's not. Okay. Right. So... You're saying that my frustration with Canva is because I've taught myself to be a graphic designer using, like, the bee's knees of all programs. And then I try to use Canva, and I'm like, ah, why won't it do what I wanted to do? Yep. Right, and the probable answer is that it can do 90% of what you want it to do. And... The other 10% are things that when they designed it, they made the decision most people that are going to whip up quick graphics don't need it. The great thing about using Illustrator is that you can customize the fonts. You can pretty much customize anything. You're very limited with that with Canva, but it does what it needs to do. I mean, if you're making a quick graphic, why are you going to spend five minutes opening Illustrator on your computer when you can spend five minutes on Canva making the same graphic to post Instagram. Well, I was just going to say, it takes almost as long to load Illustrator as it does to create the, the whole program. image on Canva. And there's times where I'm sitting waiting for Alyssa at the park and I get an idea. Mm-hmm. And before she even gets to the car, the idea is done and posted. Right. And, you know, I read, you know, because I've been doing this affiliate marketing research... Um, I read this article, and, and in the article, it said, you know, use social media and YouTube to drive traffic to your f- sales funnels. Right. That's your free organic growth traffic. But the key is you got to constantly post. That's what we're finding out with the Instagram strategy, right? Like. If you right. if you post on a day consistently, key. if you're consistent in daily posts, you grow. If you stop with your consistency, you you drop. Well, even if you are if you're doing like five posts a day for a while, you'll see some pretty decent growth. And then if you drop to one post a day, you're not going to grow at all because the people who were following right. you are going to unfollow you because they're like, "Hey, where's all our content?" Right, and that's the thing. It's like <sighs> it's like you have to be consistent and. I think that, um, you know, Canva makes it so that, you know, what they were saying in that article, you, you get an idea, you whip out your phone, you put the idea together, you send it out. You're constantly giving your people that are following you more new content. And that, and that believe it or not, is value. I mean, that's what I, I remember when you were saying to me, um, Gary Vaynerchuk is the, uh, is the example that people use for a personal brand. He is. Well, of course he is. I mean, this is a guy that's known by the name Gary V, and then and they don't and they don't name him and they don't name him just Gary Letter V. It's V E E because that was his original Twitter name was Gary V. So he's been Gary V for a lot of years, and he is his own personal brand. But this guy, I can tell you story after story about this guy. Like, like he. Remember I just said that people say push fresh content out all the time and that's how you're going to grow and grow and grow? Yeah. Well, just so you know, in 2007, in a little book called Crush It, he said the exact same 
fucking thing. Yep. Ten years ago. Nice like, What the fuck? <laughs> and he said, and what he would do, he'd be on an airplane. And he'd have the damn little headphones in because the microphone wasn't that good in, in the f- older iPhones. He'd have the headphone in and he'd be talking. Hey, this is Gary. And, you know, I just want to tell you guys, never stop fucking hustling. Always hustle. And he's right in first class cussing and screaming at his phone and posting it. And then posting it again and posting it again and posting it over. Just keeps posting shit. And, like, up, oh, you know, here's Gary again. Up, oh, another YouTube video, another YouTube video, another. And like he was posting constant YouTube videos all the time. So he was clearly ahead of his game, you know, like they're saying today to do that. Where do you think they get it from? They get it from him. This is a guy, did I tell you about the time that, that he, somebody posted on there, on Twitter, that thank you, you know, I really enjoyed Gary's book, blah, 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 blah. And Gary wrote back to the guy on Twitter, hey, man. Um, I'd like to do something for you. What could I do for you? And he goes, "Well, I'm hungry. Maybe you could maybe you could send me a cheeseburger." And then Gary la- Gary laughed and said, "Well, what's your address?" And the guy laughed, "Yeah, ha ha ha. Here's my address." And DM'd him the address, and then waited, and nothing happened. Till the next day at lunchtime, knock 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 knock. The freaking burger place local had brought him a cheeseburger like he asked for. You know what's funny? Delivered by Gary V's credit card. You know what's funny? Now Gary could do it instantly with Postmates. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Because he wouldn't have to call and make special arrangements. But that's kind of the cool aspect of that story. Is that in order to get, you know, that hamburger place doesn't deliver in that little town. Right. But Gary V made them deliver. You know how much extra he must have paid? Exactly. He probably paid $150 for a $5 cheeseburger. Yeah. But that's the kind of dude he is. Like, he's just a constant hustler, giving value, offering value. And that's the thing. Like, I keep telling you about Patreon, you know. I have to continually make content for that. Right. Because that's the only way. You have to provide value. But what I've started to do... Is I've started to give some free stuff. Yeah. And I'll post in there. If you enjoyed this and you want to see more like it, you've got to subscribe at at least this level. And you need to promote the crap out of that. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Yeah. Funnel to that to that exact <laughs> post. You know what I'm saying? I do. A funnel where that's the end point. Thank you. You wanna you want the great information on how to what was the thing we talked about the other day? Um, why Donald Trump won the presidency, remember? No. Yes. Well, I made that a freebie. <laughs> For obvious reasons. And what if I pushed a funnel to that where I did like a, you know, um, top 10 humorous, you know, you do two funnels, an A and a B. Top 10 funniest jokes um, about Trump. Then another one, top 10 funniest jokes about Hillary. Yep. Then you're going to get people who love Trump and hate Trump coming to the podcast. And we didn't insult him at all. That's so maybe accurate. so maybe we get some people to get into the content. You know, I don't know. These, these are the kind of things that have been blowing through my brain. And it's why we do this podcast because we kind of want to let people in on that. And so like... I just want to say right now that, like, you know, we're not going to censor our talks. 
We just talk, and so there's if somebody no... feels like dropping a motherfucking hell, and they, they can, do I want. and there's Solid. no, and there's no um, rules here. You know, we can talk about whatever we want to talk about, and we also, if something gets sensitive and we don't want to talk, then we don't have to talk. But you know what? We're letting you into right here some insight into how we handle our relationship because we don't force each other to talk about things. And we respect each other's boundaries and we, we have mutual respect for each other. And that helps us be successful, don't you think? I do think so. I think it works really well for us. Well, <laughs> I think we did good for our first episode. We'll be back probably, probably tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. And you never know, we might have a guest star. We shall see. <laughs> So anything else you want to talk about, honey, or shall we head out? All right, sweetheart. Well, I hope (laughs) your tea makes you feel better. It better. I'm going to use the lemon juice that I sourced from our scary smelling lemon tree. (laughs) So if I'm never in a podcast again, we can assume I was correct. The lemons were poisonous. So, hey, and you know what? To keep this simple before we go, um, here's, here's the deal. If you liked what you listened to just now and you don't want to miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Just look up The Nightly Rant. It's all you got to look up. It's right there. Just click on it. Hit subscribe. We would love if you did that. Okay? Now, if for some reason you're not into that or you like listen at work from a computer and work won't let you install iTunes, well, guess what? You're in luck. You can go to thenightlyrant.wordpress.com and every single episode is right there, complete with a player and a text summary of that episode. So do us a favor and um, follow us on iTunes or Google Play by subscribing. And probably might even get submitted to Spotify. We shall see. Um, But, yeah, follow us, all right? Next time we'll have some social media handles to give you as well. Yep. Hasta la bye-bye. Hey, this is Mike, and I just wanted to tell you that if you enjoyed the show, and I truly hope you did, you can subscribe on iTunes or Google Play and not miss a single episode. But if you happened to miss an episode uh, and you didn't find it on Google Play or iTunes for some reason, you could go to our website, which is thenightlyrant.wordpress.com.